At Old Mutual Wealth, we believe that working with a financial planner is an important step in any individual's financial journey. A financial plan helps you to take control of your future and provides a map to help you achieve your goals. That's why we do everything we can to help you to get the maximum out of the financial planning process, including having the right conversation with your planner. In this series, we ask and answer some hard questions you should ask your financial planner and some you should definitely ask yourself. We hope listening to these conversations will prompt a richer, meaningful financial conversation with your planner and help you take your wealth further. Shannon Lutz is a business coach at Old Mutual Wealth. Uh, Shannon, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Ian. Uh, we're speaking about uh, succession, I suppose you could say. That's the summary of it. What happens if you go before I go? I'd like to know uh, the worst case scenario. Being, being your job, you must have seen some horrific situations that people end up uh, getting themselves into when it comes to not planning, not having a succession plan. Uh, I mean, what's the deal with that? And we have seen quite a few horror stories, but there's also some good. But the worst case scenario is really that those affected clients were really not sure how to gain access to their personal and financial data and even who had taken hold of that valuable information um, when the financial advisor passed away. And I think when that happens, and it happens quite often in all cases, is that the clients have to start from scratch to find an advisor. And that's quite daunting and quite scary. We're all creatures of habit. So I could just say, you know, when you find a pediatrician that you like, and then they lose everything and you've got to find someone new, you restart that whole relationship and trust all over again. So it is quite a scary thought for clients. Hmm. Now, that it, it brings up an interesting point because really financial planners uh, should be on speed dial on your phone. They should be a go-to person when it comes to looking after your finances and making sure that your finances are well looked after into the future as well. Uh, so really, that points to the fact that uh, poor financial planners and poor financial planning uh, incorporated with that is that people just aren't contacting. They're not making contact. So surely that's something that should be done regularly. It should be. I mean, it's a, oh, I don't want to say it's a no-brainer, but clients should be seeing their financial plan at least once a year to review their financial plan. And they should be kept up to speed on what's happening in the business, what's happening with the practice, what's going on, what's new, and what happens if they aren't there tomorrow morning, um, should the clients need some help and assistance. So what could these planners have done then to protect the personal information of their clients? Well, basically, Ian, what they've got to do is they've got to actually document a succession plan. And in our terms, um, it basically is an action plan detailing exactly what happens to their clients should they pass away or decide to go on retirement. They need to make sure that they have a plan that documents how they safeguard their clients' personal information. And then most importantly, Ian, who's going to take care of them? Um, they've mm. obviously got a long-term relationship with their current financial planner. And if they're not there, who's going to pick up the pieces and make sure that the clients actually attain their financial freedom or obtain their financial goals, whatever was important to them? If they're not documenting a succession plan, then basically they're normally the sole owners of the business as well. So that business needs to shut down and that relationship needs to be reignited with a brand new financial planner. And Ian, I just want to also mention that often some advisors have not even decided what is the event that's going to trigger their exit from the business. And they don't even have a pool of people that they can potentially choose 
to be their successor? And is it a right fit? So often they might just look at the qualifications, but behind the client is a person and they have very specific relationship needs, servicing needs, and an experience that they've become accustomed to that they would like to obviously continue receiving from their financial planner. Shannon, whose responsibility is it to update this succession plan, this this ongoing change of, of succession? Is it the financial planners or is it the clients? No, no. So it's your financial planner. Um, him as or her being the business owner, they need to make sure that they've put in place continuity plans to make sure that the business can continue thriving um, no matter what hits them, whether it be a pandemic, whether it's that they wish to go in early retirement, take a sabbatical, perhaps a year off, but that full responsibility lies with financial planners. And if they've been fortunate enough to engage with a business coach, then we obviously become their accountability partner and we keep checking in on their action plan and their succession plan. Tell me, who, uh, how, how often should this plan be updated? Uh, you say it's up to the financial planner, but when does the red flag get raised that this hasn't been spoken about for a while? Should it be annually? Should it be once every few years? How often? Okay, so your succession plan is, is really a working document, so it's very fluid, but it should be fluid. If we engage with, with financial planners, it should be a messy document that's been scratched out. There should be very specific responsibilities of who's responsible for when and for what. And they need to diarise to be updating that at a minimum of quarterly because I think the world we live in is so chaotic. Life changes in a heartbeat. And if you're not amending your succession plan, you in essence could arrive at the end points and it could be null and void because it's become too stagnant. So it's hmm. very fluid. Wow, that's often. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I didn't realize it was that often, but every three months, quarterly would be uh, would be a good a good thing, I suppose. As you say, you're keeping it fluid, and it is a fluid document that keeps on being amended. But I, I think it's quite important to to also maybe just make mention that it's important that the advisor or the financial planner actually communicates his plans for succession planning, and um, that he starts doing proper introductions of the new financial planner to clients. Shannon, what can people who are listening do if if we're not sure about a succession arrangement? Uh, we don't know what our planners have done. We've been kept in the dark. What you've suggested hasn't happened. And we feel as though we're completely ignorant about this document. What, what can we do? What are the practical steps? Okay, so practically, Ian, I would highly recommend that your listeners should schedule a good conversation of about at least 10 minutes with their financial planner, be honest and mention, put on the table, I'd like to come see you, I'd like to discuss what is your succession plan, what is your continuity plan, and allow the planner to prepare so that when they have a conversation with them, they know what they need to be feedback in to their clients. And then if um, listeners could be brave enough and ask some very tough questions and it's questions like, what succession arrangements have you made? What happens if you don't wake up tomorrow morning? Um, who's going to take over this relationship? I've built it with you over a number of years. What I like your successor? What experience do they have? And I think, Ian, the most important thing that you also alluded to throughout this chat is how safe is, is my personal data? What happens to that information when you hand over my client file? So it's, it's important that they that they have that conversation and that I think importantly enough also that their planner keeps them updated on a regular basis. So when they're having at least their review meetings, let them know what's changed. Is your plan still on track? Has it changed? What has changed? And 
If they can't do that and feedback to clients during the review meeting, they can at least communicate that in their quarterly newsletters or any other medium on how they engage with their clients. And then if you as a listener feel that when you've had that conversation with your planner and you feel that it wasn't a solid response, is that those clients could potentially refer them to Old Mutual Wealth, um, where they can then engage with the business coach and they can try and get their business geared up to make sure that clients are satisfied and happy with succession planning. Shannon, you talk about the protection of personal information. This is this is a very gray area and it's very blurry for a lot of people, but it is such an important thing. We're all looking after our information a little bit more carefully these days. We're not just giving it out as we used to. Um, and there's now legislation around it. Uh, I'm assuming that, that that question, even though we might not know the answer, should be answered sufficiently by a financial planner. That's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's a massive one. And I mean, the advisor, if they deal with, with a business coach, we obviously help them, but their compliance officer, there's a lot of legislation that they need to make sure that they fulfill in their um, monthly or quarterly audits on how they safeguard, how they backup data, how they share information, how they get permission from clients to pass on that very valuable and sensitive information. All right, let's leave it there. Great advice and some good tips on succession uh, and what happens if your financial planner or somebody who is in that role goes before you do. What is the plan and some tips on exactly how to deal with that. Shannon Lutz is a business coach at Old Mutual Wealth. What a a great chat. Thanks so much for your time. uh, And I wish you all the best for uh, the new year. Thanks very much, Ian. The key to any successful financial plan lies in receiving good financial advice. At Old Mutual Wealth, we work with financial planners that know this and truly partner with you to help you make the right choices. If you don't have a financial planner, choosing one may well be the most important step you take. Visit us at oldmutual.co.za forward slash hard questions.